Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to the Paul Hickey Podcast. Thanks as always for listening. This one is a really cool one. I had an opportunity to sit in a room with three sports marketing majors that are doing an internship right now with a professional sports league. And um, we just built this professional sports league's website. And so the VP of the league uh, invited everyone together and invited me to do a little intro and um, give them some background information about my career and how I got started in sports, public relations, media relations, community relations, sports information, and um, really just enjoyed obviously talking about myself and uh, spending time with these three current college students, giving them some information on how I got started. So hopefully you enjoy the talk as well. It's just about 10 or 12 minutes. Um, So uh, thanks for listening and have a great day. Here we go. Cool. Did you, uh, so you want me to give a little bit of an overview of like... Tell them what you do and why you do it and your connection to sports. Okay, sounds good. They get it. All right. (laughs) So it's nice to meet everybody. Again, my name is Paul Hickey. Um, so I'm the founder um, and operator of Data Driven Design. So we're like a six-person digital agency. Um, we do digital strategy. Um, we use data to design websites and um, digital marketing strategies, basically at, at the core of what we do. Um, so. Pretty much any company, or a lot of, and a lot of people can learn how to build websites and learn Google AdWords, learn Facebook ads, and things like that. And so, we try to um, use our experience in looking into Google Analytics and looking at the data behind all the tools. What works best in AdWords? What works best in Facebook ads? What works best um, overall driving traffic to websites? And then use that information to um, on a business by business or client by client basis build a strategy that's right for that particular business um and so i became passionate about using data because a lot of times um the design the look and feel of things are based on opinions and so uh that can kind of throw a project off it can kind of um derail momentum and get um like ha- like things can take longer than they need to take. Um, things can just not end up happening at all because people can't agree. And so about five or six years ago, we started looking at Google Analytics and doing A-B testing and looking at heat mapping to see where users actually are clicking and what they're actually interacting with, what the data says works. And then it kind of takes everyone's feelings and opinions out of it and allows for projects to get done faster, get done better, um, higher quality in terms of conversions and um, lower cost and things like that. So, um, but I really didn't get started in web design and development until later on in my career. I started, um, I went to Michigan State, um, so I'm originally from Michigan, and a buddy of mine going into my junior year mentioned to me that he was going to get an internship with the Detroit Tigers. And so that piqued my curiosity because I was a huge sports fan growing up. Like, and I never thought of a sports career other than like being a little kid dreaming about playing, you know, Major League Baseball or playing in the NBA. And so um, when my buddy told me about internship with the Tigers, I was just kind of like, oh, you can do that? Like, I didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. So I happened to have um, 
like a friend of mine that I played high school basketball with, I kind of remembered that his dad worked for the Pistons. And so I just started talking to him and talking to his dad, and I was, like, you know, feeling out the possibility of, like, what, you know, could there be something there? And so I basically just, like, he gave me the name of the PR director for the Pistons. I didn't know what PR was. I didn't know what sports information, like, I came to figure out later that the whole thing I was doing as a kid, like we were talking about, where I'd pretend to have a batting lineup and I would keep all the stats and all that. I realized later that was sports information, right? Or like media relations. So um, I basically stalked the PR director for the Pistons for like uh, probably three or four months. And then he had me come to a game um, basically just to, I think, shut me up. But he he had me come to a game just to see like what an internship would be like. And, it'd be, and he's like, okay, you're not going to get paid for this, but I would get seven college credits going into my junior year and so kind of like you I just fell in love with it like I I did it I knew it's exactly what I wanted to do so I worked for the Pistons for seven years um so the first two years were basically an unpaid internship although I did sports and I did um score crew so like the first summer I was there there were no Pistons games um because the team wasn't very good so they didn't make the playoffs going into that year but they had the WNBA team the Detroit Shock at the time and so at the at that time the shock wasn't very good either and so <laughs> we were in this 22,000 seat arena with like 100 people in it basically and um nobody even really wanted to do score crew and so and that was a paid thing like they paid you $50 to work the scoreboard it was either sc- like working the scoreboard at the game or keeping the official stats in the stat system and so I was 19 years old had just been cleaning out media guides out of the closet for the Pistons PR director and the score crew director for the shock, who was also the score crew director for the Pistons came up to me and was like, or came up to the PR director for the shock and was like, do you have anybody that can do, that can like, I think it was call the game. So calling the game meant you had to basically tell people what was going on. You had to tell the official scorer. And I do this because she would literally uh, sit behind a laptop and like with a, um, Uh, stylus and she would touch the screen it was a basketball court on the screen and she would touch touch the player's number touch what they did and it would get entered into the official to the WNBA stats so I had to call the game and so I'd I'd say like okay you know tip tip one by number five you know missed shot five rebound 17 and she would and 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 so luckily they found someone who really like I was a total basketball geek so I knew exactly (laughs) how to call the game And from that point, they were like, okay. So they started having me do all these different things. So first it was sports information. And then, so I was in media relations. And for you, I think this is kind of like probably something that you'll be interested in. But during my first year, so that was like the first week, okay? But then like the first year, um, I realized that they did this thing called game notes. And so um, now it's all done online and everything. But at the time, we would type into a word document all the different statistical trends but we would type it in a way where like the writer from the Detroit Free Press could literally just copy and paste it into his or her article if they wanted to and so it was like this white labeled sports uh like pistons sports page basically with like the most current stuff in it so i would drive from east lansing to uh, auburn hills for every game 
And then when I was up in East Lansing, um, the PR director would allow me to write some of the game notes and email it to him. So I'd do things like, okay, Corliss Williamson mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, shoots 80% from the field in the third quarter, but in the fourth quarter, he shoots 30% from the field. So I'd look for like the trends that the announcers or the sports writers would find interesting to include in their in their articles or whatever so that like I loved that so I did that um that was like my first probably three years and then um during a Pistons Pacers game in 2003 um November of 2003 Ron Artest and Ben Wallace got into a heated thing you were there Oh, I was saying you were there. I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was saying you were there too. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was there. And uh, I remember that. And uh, so after that, um, basically, it turned to David Stern, the commissioner of the NBA at the time, saying, uh, "We have to get, um, we have to raise a million dollars for charity, and we have to do a total of." I'll get the number wrong, but X amount of hours of community service our players have to do. So, and he called it NBA Cares. So then NBA Cares started. And so I got an opportunity to move into the community relations department because everyone was, okay, we need to beef up our community relations. And they didn't have anyone doing what they called PR for CR. So they didn't have anyone doing... No one in the community relations department was letting the media know about it. There was no like business side to community relations. It was just, before that, it was just feel good, like we're gonna go do a feel good event and that's it. And we're gonna put it on our website, which there's nothing wrong with that. But that really taught me like the business side of it. So it was like, now I get that when you take a player out into the community, there's actually a business reason for it. So I was the one to, I mean, we had people in the department that would actually um, make sure that it was a real good event for the, for the people in the community, but then my job was to basically get the media there, get the sponsors there, have the sponsors understand what value is in it for them, all of that. So that really got my, the side of my brain less from sports information and more into business, sponsorships. I was at the arena like 70 or 80 hours a week, um, which was pretty intense, so... Then I thought, okay, what can I do to kind of like, how can I take the sports thing into another direction? And I started my own fantasy football website because I was obsessed with fantasy football. Um, And I saw a niche for dynasty fantasy football. No one was talking about like how you could win your dynasty leagues. So once I started my own website, then that kind of got me into, all right, like I can build a website. I can drive traffic to a website on my own, I still was never thinking about working for an agency. Like this was nowhere close to what I'm doing now, but it was like developing the skills and the experience to do what I do now. And then um, realizing later that, uh, what was I gonna say? So building websites, driving traffic to websites, wanting to drive more traffic, I discovered Google Analytics in like 2009. And then within Google Analytics, there's this thing called Um, acquisition and under acquisition there's uh, referral sources so I started looking at my own referral sources and seeing okay there's these other websites that are linking to me I don't even know who they are then I started contacting them and then when I would contact them I'm like well this is just like PR it's just (laughs) like you know finding someone that like the same way that I would have found something to tell the media about and connected the dots of like sports writer over here thinks this is valuable I'm gonna figure it out tell them about it 
it was the same thing with my own website. It was like this other website over here is going to think this thing's valuable. I'm going to write about it. I'm going to tell them that I wrote about it and then they're going to link to me. So that every like all the dots started to connect between like there was no so my point is there was no like in college point A to point B path. It was like I just tried stuff, you know, and then I got like this zigzagged all the way to where I am today. So like I get excited talking to you guys. We've kind of been looking forward to this because I get excited talking to you guys because um, like you love sports. You're doing an awesome internship. You're going to help. It's going to be like this two way win-win exchange where you're going to provide value to maybe it's like a score crew thing where you're used to doing one thing and you get to do two two or three others maybe it's like uh something where you're figuring something out statistically you're looking at you know looking at the data and seeing an opportunity um but whatever it is like it gets i think it gets both of us excited so thanks for letting me kind of like do my overall intro shameless shameless self-promotion I love, love, love talking about myself. So that was super fun for me. And I thought it would make for an interesting podcast. So if any of you have any feedback on the podcast or want to connect, the best way to get at me is to either email me at paul at datadriven.design or follow me on Instagram at datadrivendesign. And uh, thanks again for listening. Everybody have a great day.